Here is the post-game interview for the European Historical Rules event. We had two rounds on Roulette Lane in Eastwoods. CSA was able to win both of those rounds in a very cool and fun way. It was very entertaining to watch. We have a bunch of leaders from those events uh, or those rounds today. So we're going to be asking them questions of strategy and more. With that being said, let us introduce our people today. From the CSA team today, we have Schumacher. Yeah, hello. I'm captain from GP, both Russian and English-speaking unit. Thank you. Next, we have Atlantic. What's going on, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, there's, there's no women here. What's going on, boys? Uh, <laughs> first VA Cav, first Sergeant. I, uh, I'll represent the boys today. Thank you. And last but not least, from the CSA, we have Ta Gray Major. Assume that's Major. Oh, yes, sir. Shenandoah Valley is SV Regulars. Thank you. And then representing the USA team today, we have Matt Coffin. Thanks, guys, for having me. 13 Georgia, First Lieutenant Matt Coffin. And then your announcer team for today was myself, as Guardian Eagle, with Corden. I'm Corden, Captain of Delta Company, 6th Louisiana, part of 2nd Corps. All right, I appreciate you all introducing yourself. So we're going to talk about the first round, Roulette Lane. CSA is attacking so what was the CSA strategy going into that round, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? Yeah, original plan was developed a long time ago. So we had the main force grouping out at the barn, and then after we saw the Stonewall Eastwood with the Yankees, we just needed to wait until the 35 minutes, and then altogether charge this corner of the, snow, of the Stonewall and Snake fence. So, and... The second part of the CSA team, which was DB, SV, and GDL, was heading towards the uh, house right on the point. So they were more likely a destruction force. So the Yankees will not mess up in one place to hold out big charge. Uh, yeah, so basically just charge the stone wall every five minutes. That was our basic plan for this match. Cool. Uh, Tagray or Atlantic for the few moments you were on CSA. For those of you who don't know, first VA Cav was on USA originally, and then a little halfway through the round, they uh, switched to CSA for balancing. So no, we switched because the the CSA were gonna win. <laughs> nah, we're, we're playing. We saw the uh, the inequality in numbers when we were Union, so we were like, ah, oh, just gotta switch over and made it fairly equal, but uh. We had two separate strategies going in. So th when we were Union, we were like, oh, there's like five of us. So we got to hold the guns at all costs. Uh, and then once we split the CSA, we just attack, aggression. You know, there's no quarter to the enemy, man. We just fucking kill him, get in there. There's just nothing really to it. Tagray, any thoughts for the first round? Oh, it was fun. We won. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, now let's move to the USA perspective. Atlantic, if there's anything else you want to add on to this, you can for first VA. But what was Union's strategy going into the round, and how did you guys react to the ever-changing battlefield? So basically, 24th and 13th Georgia's job was to hold that uh, um, snake fence up by cannons, hold it at on cost, and keep that corner. That was our job. Uh, we had some great charges. Uh, there was a lot of fun that we had. A lot of a lot of charges won, but yeah, uh, and uh, it seemed 
like CSA was very, very conservative at first. They they stayed back, did their thing, and it, it ended up being good in the end. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that was basically our plan: hold the guns, like like Atlantic said earlier, hold the hold the guns at all costs. So, um, that was pretty much our plan. Yeah, um, like I said, in office coordination, uh, Georgia did well, and uh, how they, what I saw, the union guys perform. Yes. A question I did have for the union. Um, so you guys retook the point with like two minutes left in a counterattack when it was, I think, breaking, breaking. Did you guys consider charging out towards the CSA? like by the barn where they were at to try to knock in the last stand. We did. Uh, actually, Rolo actually took us out before uh, a little bit before we started taking point. And uh, we, I think what Rolo saw was there's more men than we thought we could take. And so he pulled us back and uh, I don't know. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm interested to see what, what the perspective was up top, but uh, yes, we did kind of consider that. And then we pulled back thinking there was more men than that. So, all right. Um, Corey, correct me if I'm wrong. I think Union had more at least bunched up on point. Am I right in that? Or... Um, for when 13th charged out? No. Barn? So right, So two minutes left in that counterattack, right? It was breaking, breaking. Union stayed on point and recapped it instead of charging out yes, the CSA. Yes, did. Okay. So. And what Matt was saying, um, from what I could see, Rolo wouldn't have been able to see um, the rest of the CSA that was there. What he would have been able to see is like five guys on that stone wall. Uh, maybe he just heard them like talking on the other side of the barn. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm. I'm really interested. So there's only a couple guys. So okay. Yeah, we did not see that. But yeah, um, I think the union should at least try to get into last stand. There was a lot of people in that orchard that were coming from respawn. That would have been a lot of easy tickets that you could have taken. Yeah, we did discuss something like that on point, and uh, the consensus was that we were going to hold point at the end. Uh, there was a lot of different uh, sayings here, there, and everywhere, trying to figure it out, and in the end, we just took points. And that reminded me of another question. So CSA, I think it was the second time they capped the point. USA hit breaking like a minute after they capped it. Did you guys mean mm -hmm. to cap that? Uh... It always happened to an accident because uh, I want to give this a clarification. The force that charged the corner of the Stonewall and Snake Fence was JB, TB, LFL, and ICOR. So most of the time, Frenchies are the biggest unit from all of us. They just keep charging and charging. They cannot stop. That's why they stood on point and always capturing it. <laughs> That's that why it always happened. I see. It ended up working in the end anyways, so there's that. Uh, we'll move on to the second round, Eastwood. CSA was attacking. They did win, so we'll start with them. CSA, what was your strategy for Eastwood, and how did you react to the ever-changing battlefield? Yeah, I tried to make some kind of uh, front line in this round. We had, on the far left flank, where the cornfield had uh, three, two units, or three, yeah. JTL, DB, and SV, they were like a skirmishing force just to distract some Union regiments. Uh, LFL and ICOR should go on the... Yeah, they were on point, trying to do something 
in the middle of the point and might be captured and JB and TB was on the far right side trying to kill some Yankees on the road and in the middle around the point that was the basic plan for all of us and also we had a 25 minute marker that if we cannot like break them too much we will capture the point but that really didn't work out because we made them taking losses by that time so there was no need in such capturing Makes sense. Any other Confederates have thoughts for the second round? Yeah, I'll uh, jump in. Uh, so, wholeheartedly, I believe when it comes to woods, there's no such thing as strategy. I think uh, <laughs> you just find the enemy, you kill him. And it's, I agree. It's because it's you can't, like, no, no plan really survives initial contact. The cav, you know, we, we have all this shit set up, but... At the end of the day, we're just we're pushing into the woods, we're finding the enemy, we're firing, we're charging. It's just nothing really special to it. And uh, happy it did work out in the end. All right. Cool. Um, I guess we'll move on to Union. Matt Coffin, what was the USA strategy from your perspective for defending the East Woods? And how did you guys react to the ever changing battlefield? So, yeah, again, uh, 13th and 24 were together as, as usual. Uh, we were, we came down that right side at first. Our job was to hold the left though, but our thoughts was to come around on the back. So we held that snake rail for a minute, saw them where they were going. And we were able to actually hit them in the back and uh, keep moving. I think at the end we ended up getting wiped after the second or third unit. I can't remember. But uh, that was our job was we were a skirmishing force, a, a fairly big skirmishing force on on the left side and we were to hold the left side so um i can't remember who's on right i believe it was fourth and uh one other but anyways that was their job um yeah like 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 jb and and everybody said it's it's hard in the woods uh to keep a strategy and keep it going but i think we all work together as 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 a uh as a union, and uh, we actually had a lot of runners coming back and forth, telling us what was going on. That was that was really good for us. Uh, kept us moving and doing what we needed to do. So that was our strategy. All right, thank you. Only question I had was for um, Tagray. I saw you guys. You guys were with Davis Brigade a lot on the left yes, side of the map. It seemed that you guys, at least from when I was watching you guys, you would go up. You would see Union and then fall back. I don't know if that's because you guys thought you were outnumbered or what, but what was the thought process? Or am I not seeing you guys enough? Actually, we were looking for them, so I suppose I just didn't see them. I had one of my guys go out and scout and uh, come back and tell us what he saw. So we were looking for him. I guess I just was blind to see him. Uh, Probably from your helicopter view, you don't see the slope of the ground. So we had some hills there, too. That's a fair point. Oh, you may not immediately, yeah. So that's the deal. So yeah, I was I was afraid I was giving my ga- guys, our, I mean, our our uh, DB Russian guys uh, like a bad experience because we weren't shooting anything. And I thought, gee, you know, where are they? <laughs> so that was so fun. I said, I thought, you know, just screw it. Let's we'll go to the. I thought to myself, we'll go to the other side. We'll get some action. And but it the round closed not too long after that. And uh, Somehow we won. <laughs> I, don't 
I, I'm sure I got to give credit to the Cav. I'm sure for that because the way they move around, you know, that's the way to do it. All right, thank you. Uh, Corded, did you have any questions? Um, I was I was out for a little bit, but um, I just want to add like the hard part about uh, East was for Union, especially with the rules of not being able to communicate like Steam Chat and stuff. Um, is that you can't really go one-on-one -on -one with the CSA uh, because of the ticket disadvantage. So you kind of have to wait for them to like come to you and then hopefully they don't see you and then you have to like kind of work it around them. And it's super difficult, especially trying to have runners do all that and they have to come back and find you. It's crazy. All right, thank you. Uh, any other questions or any other comments that anyone wants to make? Yeah, I had to say that uh, it was a great time, especially uh, shout out to Rolo who was unable to be here. He, uh, he brought us behind uh, Togger at one point in time. That was that was funny. I was literally just stabbing the guys in the back and they were like, what, what? And one, I ended <laughs> up dying at the end, but that that was a great charge. The same with, same with running into uh, first VA calf. We hit him on the side and they're, uh, preacher running around. Oh, no. Uh, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's for but, sure. You, the 13th, uh, they walked us completely and uh, at that toward the beginning of the map. And after that, I thought, this, this, this is, this, I've had enough of this. So, <laughs> but we yeah. didn't see much action after that. So, good charge on your guys' part for sure. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Good, good, good job. Uh, CSA. That's all I have to say. Good job. Good win. I didn't know I was 13. That was a really good charge. Like we were behind that tree and some guy screaming, behind us, behind us. And yeah. I just start sprinting, preachers are sprinting. And there's like four guys chasing preachers down. I think I, I like killed like one of them. And I die and I hear preacher turn around and come back. I'm coming back for my wife. Yeah, tits <laughs> killed it. I love them tits. So we're like, oh, preacher, you know what the fuck you just did. Don't do that. It was, it's all around. It was a fun time. It was a really good charge, though. All right, sweet. I appreciate y'all being here. All the socials of everyone in this post-game interview will be in the description if they want one there. All the regiments that participated will also be in the description below, a link to their discords. Join one of them. Lots of fun. Also, the European Historical Rules Event Discord will be in there as well if you want your regiment to join this awesome event. And with that being said, please like, comment, share, subscribe for more. Join our Discord. We need more frontline reporters and announcers like Corden. I really appreciate him being here. And yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a good night.